You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. Now, I've got to warn you, this is one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. But before I get into why, I'm going to tell you, if if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, that means tomorrow morning is the Dove opener. And we make a big deal about that here in Missouri. Me and all my buddies, we get together, we go camp out the night before, close to public land where we're going to be hunting the next day. We get up super early and go kind of reserve our spot or stake out where we plan to hunt in the sunflower rows there on public land. And that also means we're only two weeks away from archery season, which I'm not going to lie is a much bigger deal to me than dove opener. But it's all that to say the 2023 hunting season is really kicking off and I could not be more excited about it. But on this episode, we are continuing our Bowfest series. As I sit down with two shields team members, Jeff Miller and Kevin Dietz, these guys had a tent, or I guess a giant double tent, triple tent, whatever it was, directly across from where I was set up at Bowfest, and I had the pleasure of sitting down and talking with them about their love and their passion for the outdoors, for building uh, a store brand that just continues to, to help hunters and anglers and just outdoors men and women find the gear that they need and really be well-equipped to go out and chase whatever game animal it is that they're pursuing. And it played a huge role in my life. I mean, Shields was the store that I would go to weekly. I mean, every weekend, it seemed like we were at the mall. I would go check out all the new equipment at Shields, dream about the different items that I wanted for hunting that most of the time I couldn't afford. I'd go look at all the guns in the gun room they had new and used. And I don't know, there's just something about it. Every year, I still go back there when I go up to Wisconsin for whitetail season and that's where I stop in, I buy my tags, I buy last minute gear, and I stop there on the way out to my Colorado elk hunting spot. I go up through Loveland, hang out with some guys the night before, and they've got an awesome location there. So I'm super pumped about this. It is filled with a lot of jokes, a lot of laughter, and I think a couple friends that are probably going to be lifelong hunting buddies. So let's jump in. Like he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. We are still here at Bowfest 2023 in Superior, and right now I'm sitting down with Kevin Dietz and Jeff Miller from Shields. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us, man. Thanks for having us. We're having a blast up here. Heck yeah. Yeah, I saw you guys. I'm... I haven't seen any crew as efficient as you guys break down, pack up everything in lieu of like a 45-minute rainstorm. Yeah. It was I, – I was in the middle of a podcast, and I look over, 
and people are just scrambling, and then you were gone. Yep. It was just that fast. So we, you brought the right crew out this week. Well, we knew that that storm was rolling in, and we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, we got to get moving. So, okay, you're in, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of this. And, yeah, it, it was quick. We envisioned it. Uh, I kind of take the blame. We thought it was <laughs> be a, lot, a lot worse storm than what it was, so it ended up being a lot of heavy rain. But I'm in charge of those tents. we got to get them back for our hunt fest next weekend down in Eau Claire. So I didn't want them going away on a tornado or something. So. Yeah. No, that was that was pretty impressive. So you guys are both with Shields. That's I mean that's like you got a soft place in, or a special place in my heart. That's where I grew up. I grew up in Eau Claire. We'd go to we'd go to the mall for no other reason than find a girl to make out with and go hang out <laughs> in Shields, right? We'd go practice on the putting green or whatever and then go find a movie to go see. But you guys have expanded like crazy there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I moved I moved down to Missouri in 07. I don't remember what year I came back, and you guys had like doubled or tripled in size there. Yeah, yeah. We had an addition on, I think it was 2009, if I'm not mistaken. They can't, don't quote me on that. So right after you left, and we're as big as we can get in Eau Claire, but all the new stores we're building now just dwarf us. You know, they're all two stories and Ferris wheels, and yep. it's incredible. And tr- the taxidermy mountains, and we, Kevin and I are lucky enough to be on the store set team. So oh, sweet. We go to some of the new stores. We are actually heading to Chandler, Arizona in two weeks to set the archery shop down in Chandler for the new store. Wichita, Kansas just opened, and Kevin was down to that store set. And I've been to Colorado Springs, Minot, Eden Prairie. Um, we did the Colony. Uh, missing one in there too, but that's all brand new stores. And yeah. then next year, uh, we're going to open Boise, Idaho, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. So that's two more stores coming in 24 too. So, but really exciting Dang. To, to see that end of it. How successful. You think this is efficient? They build these stores, and it's just everything right down to the last nut and bolt is there for you. They're yeah. so good at it right now. It's it's fun to be part of the store set team too. So we got to see the one uh, in Loveland, Colorado. Yep. We were yep. living in Fort Collins or in Windsor at the time, yep. and all of a sudden it was just there. One day it was there. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like Shields needs to train the road crews here because <laughs> I think for the last 14 years they've been working on the same stretch of highway. But that Shields went up so quick. I knew a bunch of people that worked there, and I mean. That's that's insane. Like yeah. you said, the Ferris wheel, the yeah. taxidermy mountain, it's it's an impressive place. Yeah, and then they always have a number of associates move from existing stores, so you get that culture built up that we're known for. The customer service, obviously, yeah. is job one always with Shields, yep. and it always will be. That's 100% what they're based on. If, if you don't take care of the customer, you don't work at Shields. So, yeah. And awesome. through the you know trials and tribulations of brick and mortar in the last 10 years, you know, brick and mortar's dying, and... I even kind of started wondering, boy, are we going to have a job? Because everybody can buy anything we've got online, Yeah. But truthfully. But we have experts, which anybody can come in and talk to an expert. And I'd still buy from people like that. So, And we're more successful than we've ever been at Shields. So. I, I can't tell you how many times on the way out to my elk hunt, I'll stop at that, at that Loveland Shields, yep. and I'll just talk to people. I'll be like, hey, man, look, my boots went out. I'm thinking about this. What do you think? This is what I swear by. This is what I hunt with this. I mean, just talking to people who actually have experience with it, and then they can give an honest opinion, not just try to up. I've heard them say, like, this one's more expensive, but I'd honestly go with this one. I like it better. Absolutely. So it's it's pretty amazing, the culture that you guys built up So you wear Krispies or Kenetrex? Kenetrex. Kenetrex, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, because at the end of the day, we, we... we want you to come back because you want to, not because you need to. Yeah. Right? So if we get you what you need, then you don't have to come back. I think she would rather I just never go back because <laughs> the bill that I have after, after we, coming we back. We get that. Right. Yeah. Hey, try working there. 
It's <laughs> brutal. It just seems so easy just to take yeah, it home. Because so we, we get really good deals on stuff, but you take twice as much stuff home now. So yeah, yeah. My 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 buddy's daughter started working there when she was old enough to get a job at that Loveland location, and he's like, "It's hard because I'm trying to teach her financial responsibility, <laughs> but also I'm like." You can buy your own hunting stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, I don't have money for anything else. He's yep. like, uh, well, you sound like your old man. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about Shields is every area work, and they encourage you to be a very active participant. And when we get, you know, Kevin and I being on the buying team, you know, I've been on the buying team for over 20 years for archery, and we get most of our vendors that give us employee purchase above and beyond cost even because yeah. they want us using their product because if we use their product, yeah. we sell their product. And once that got figured out in the industry now they're almost jumping through hoops to get us product in their hands so you know at, at very good prices for all the associates so it's yeah well that makes me kind of curious we're just going to go a couple items here mm -hmm. are you both whitetail hunters yes yep. yeah yep. archery whitetail hunters yeah no, archery only okay i, I archery. shot a gun buck for 17 years i think something oh, like dang. That, so. so yeah it's been a while three questions bow camo and boots what are you guys running oh no you know what I'm going to take out the camo and replace it with optics. Mm. So, bow, binos, boots. What do you guys use? The three Bs. Bow, I shoot. Right now, I'm shooting the 29, phase four. Yep. Um, I got the 33 at home and uh, uh, the, my Hoyt. I have the RX-7. So, I don't know. This year, I'm shooting the phase four. Yeah. So, last year, I shot the Hoyt. Changes year, every year? Yeah. It's like a guy who's got multiple watches. It just depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, yeah. And to be honest with you, it was I was I'm born in Wisconsin, so I'm a I mean I'm a thoroughbred Matthews lover through yeah. and through. But ever since working at Shields, I've become more of an archery lover. Yeah, and just shoot what feels good and go from there. I have that luxury to have three or four bows. My wife doesn't know that, so hopefully she doesn't listen to this thing. <laughs> she does now. <laughs> yeah. I tell her that with purses. I'm like, I'll, I'll take a gun for every purse that you get. And she's like, that's not even the same thing. I'm like, you're right. Your purse spends money. My gun brings home meat. <laughs> exactly. Um, boots, I have Kenetrex and Crispies, but nice. the Crispy Idaho is probably my favorite. Crispy Idaho. Yep. All right. And then optics, I'm a Vortex guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Partially because I can't afford the Swarovskis. Yeah. Vortex. All of us. Vortex through and through. Well, yeah, I'm pretty similar. I've got a phase four, Matthews phase four, 29 and 33. I've been shooting them both a lot. I'm doing an elk hunt here in Colorado coming up in September, and I'm probably going to take my 33, I think, as of right now. I got that with me here at Bowfest. <coughs> yeah. Probably going to cut. Last year on the V3X, the same axe-axe links, I ended up shooting my 29 on my elk hunt. But I think I'm going to take the 33 this year. So same pages kevin on that and uh my favorite boot by far of all time is the kenetrek mountain extreme 400. Yep. i just wore out well i shouldn't even wore out i wore my pair last year that's six years old on my elk hunt and i crossed the laramie river six times one day chasing bulls and i never got wet feet and they're six year old wow. boots so that really convinced me that how good kenetreks are and i just bought another pair uh the mountain extreme 400 just as a backup just in case. Yeah. And I do like crispy also. I, I got a pair of crispies with me here actually on this. So uh, just like you were told, you know, not to rip on any other manufacturers, but once you put either one of those boots on your feet and actually climb hills like we don't get to do in Wisconsin very yep. often, then you realize what good boots are all about. So 100%. Uh, and then optics, I'm a hardcore Vortex nut too. I do own a couple pairs of Swarovskis too, which I love. But just like Kevin, you know, Vortex treats us so well too, being Shields employees. I just love their razor. You know, I'm, 
I bought a pair of 12 by 50 razors as my truck binocular because mm -hmm. they're bigger and heavier, and I've carried them on every single hunt I've been at ever since. Yep. I just love my 12 by 50 razors. So yeah, we didn't even simple. plan this out. I mean, I'm I'm just doing all the same stuff that you guys are. That's <laughs> I was pretty just impressive. Now it's your turn. Now I'm going to interview you. Yeah. So I've got the I've got the Kenetrek Mountain Extreme uninsulated. Yep. Uh, went non-insulated. Haven't had an issue yet. You know, hunted negative yep. temperatures in Colorado with them. Hunted Wisconsin rifle season in them and no issues whatsoever. I'm shooting the uh, VXR, Matthews VXR, and optics, all all Vortex. I mean, I've got the Fury 5000 binos, I've got the Razor HD spotter, I've got, uh, what, two different rangefinders now, um, everything, all my, most of my sights, like red dots, uh, rifle scopes are all vortex. Yep. I just swear by it. They make good stuff. Yeah, they and do. They, and you call them. You they, say, "Hey, yep. I've got this issue. I've got to hunt next week. Yep. Hey, we'll send you a replacement pair. Send those in, and then we'll swap back." There's a peace of mind with that too. If you drop yeah. them out of your tree stand and you're going, like you just said, you're going out to hunt elk the next day, you know that you're you're backed up. Well, and I love it in the shield stores. You go wherever the vortex are in the store, and you. You typically see one that's been in a house fire <laughs> or run over by a tractor or something, yep. and yep. it's like, yeah, you, you can just swear by them. But yep. to the to the Kenetrex, oh, man, I was talking to a guy that elk hunts out in Colorado every year, and he goes, I love being out there. I hate seeing boot tracks. As soon as I see a boot track with a K in the middle of it, I think, <laughs> oh, shit, one of the big bulls is probably dead back here. He's like, you wear those if you're serious you, about getting out there. You know what you're doing. Yep. Yep. So that's awesome. So, I mean, whitetail, is that all the way for you? Obviously chasing elk also. No, no, yeah, I, I probably uh, just elk right now is my bucket list. I want to shoot a big bull. I've shot bulls in Montana, but not a big bull. And I had an opportunity last year to go to Colorado on my buddy's private ranch. So it was a dream come true. Two weeks of absolute heaven where screaming bulls every day and it was just a and we're actually going back to the same place this year so we're way ahead of the game now yeah knowing the ranch better and then in the middle of the day we fished rainbow trout in his ponds and caught 16 to 20 inch rainbows and nice. and then there's brown trout in the laramie river so it was an absolute i come back i told my wife I he think seriously I, almost didn't come surf and turf yeah. he almost didn't come back <laughs> well, i'm gonna I've go ahead and retire right now <laughs> i i offered when i retire i will go out and guide for him or whatever i can do it because it was absolute heaven and and uh, I think I offended my wife when I got back because she said, well, how was it? And I said, <laughs> I said, to be truthful, it was the best two weeks of my life. <laughs> Not thinking that I probably should have thought she, but she said, yeah. oh, come on now. And I said, no, it was absolutely the best two weeks of my <laughs> life. Awesome. Said, I don't know what to tell she you. She even no, gave so. you a second chance yeah. and you blew it and twice. I, huh? I blew it twice, but I was just being honest. So, you know, just get out there and no phones ringing. And, of course, we grew up in Wisconsin where I got an 82-acre lease that I hunt, you know, and yeah. it's yeah. – that's what you get to hunt well out there you can walk all day and never come to the property bound you know it's just yeah. a whole different level of of freedom and hunting and yep. you know that's why we do it obviously but yeah tons of elk so yeah it was a great hunt but uh my other favorite hunt and kevin's starting to get into this now is uh south dakota spot and stock mule deer yeah uh, i love that and i've killed a couple of good mule deer so i killed a 205 incher with my bow out there oh my been, gosh when i shot him i thought when they, they told me you'd be top three or something in the state. So I got my dream mule deer. Uh, so now I'm going after the big elk. So Are you doing like Badlands or more prairie? We were prairie mid-state by okay. Phillip and Midland in that area. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just send me the GPS coordinates yeah. for yeah, that. Just drop your Kevin, Kevin's tried that. <laughs> yeah, he, I've known him for years. He's, he doesn't give me crap. No. <laughs> yeah, there's, and there's quality mule deer out there. You know, it's, it's really good stuff. And, 
And uh, so I've done that every two or three years. I go out on a spot and stalk mule deer hunts. And I'll do that again for sure, but I'm concentrating on the elk right now. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you've probably heard me talking about Infinite Outdoors in the past. Infinite Outdoors is expanding access for hunting and fishing on private land across the country. From whitetail hunts in Missouri to waterfowl hunts in Wyoming and pheasant hunts in Colorado, they provide access to over a million acres of private land listings for all types of hunting and fishing. Best part is, it's incredibly easy to browse and book properties all on the Infinite Outdoors app. The app is free to download and easy to use. All you have to do is sign up and you can browse over 250 different adventures across 10 states. Download the app today and use Nomadic 15 for 15% off your membership. I'm not man enough to elk hunt, man. I'm not, I keep telling myself. That's why I tell people I want elk hunt so bad. Actually, I think we're going in a couple years. Yep, That's the plan. Yep. So we're going to go in a couple years, but right now I'm not man enough to elk hunt. Like, I'd see that boot track with the K in it, I'd turn around and go back to camp. Because <laughs> this guy is way more man than I am. Hey, listen, it, it's... As much as you need to get in physical shape, you have to be mentally ready right, to no. just put in the work. Yep. And no. it's good that you recognize, like, right now I'm not at that point. No. But to get to that point is going to change everything. I've gone out. I haven't archery hunted yet. That's that's coming up here in the next year or two. But going out there, I've filled three out of three elk tags and a, a buck mule deer tag. Awesome. And then I've talked to other guys who've been doing it 17 years, and they've yeah. never killed anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you hear, oh, man, I went I went like a mile in. And I'm like, you said that like, <laughs> you said that like I'm supposed to be impressed. Yeah. I'm like, only a mile, huh? Like, wow, you wanted to make no. this easy on no. yourself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you really have to put in the work. And not that, like, sitting in a tree stand. I mean, you got to be mentally strong to sit that. in a tree stand all day, too. But, like, to put your body through that and know that every step you take away from the side-by-side four-wheeler lodge whatever is another step you got to take on the way back but that's the adventure of it that's fun yeah and that part of it is is so uh one of the other buyers that uh actually um i just moved in and shared an office with chase he's he's born bred water fed elk hunter yeah so he i mean he goes every day like clockwork 11 to work out and his workouts are nuts like nuts yeah (laughs) and i think he just got back from a 50 mile he flew up to colorado ran 50 miles and then flew back and went to work like the next day Oh my god! I mean, he, that guy is nuts. Yeah, yeah. But he, I'm out so on he's kind of driving. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he's driving. He's driving that edge in me a little bit, just to, you know, get in the gym, work out a little bit, and then push out. Per- push yeah. out more. Yeah, push a little bit harder to maybe chase some, chase some elk one day. See, we'll I think see. you need to book a hunt, and then you have no you're choice. But to. You're either gonna die out there, or yep. you're gonna get ready yep. for it. <laughs> you heard it, right? I tell everybody that twice in my life, and I played a lot of sports, and I know I'm in decent shape for my age, but. I'm not like Chase, obviously, but uh, twice in my life I've reached my physical limit where I just sat down and couldn't move, and yeah. then both times it was packing elk. Yep. So, yep, we shot three one day in our Montana hunt. The last day we shot three elk the last day. One wow. of the guys decided we're going to fill up all the yeah. tags, and we had to pack three elk out. And, oh, yep. my gosh. And I literally got 100 yards from the vehicle, and I sat down, and I'm, I'm going to die right move. here because yeah. I cannot move. <laughs> so you get tired doing other things, you know, like playing sports, you know, play a lot of basketball and stuff, but it's just a whole nother level where, like you said, your mind is just, you know, your body is just, your, your legs don't move another inch. and it's and it's But then on the drive home, we're la- and I'm like, I'm spent, you know. I'm like, we got about three hours into the drive, and I was with three other guys, and I said, I said, you know, 
elk hunting must be like childbirth. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean by that? I said, well, right away when it's going on, you think, I'm never doing this again. But <laughs> immediately after. Like, the next day, you want to do, do it again. Yeah. I can you attest. You look in the rear view mirror, and you see some antlers poking up out of the tailgate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't oh, wait gosh. to get back. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we did that this year. I, We had uh, seven guys get bulls this year at elk camp. Five of them were first timers, like never had shot a bull before. And I helped pack out five of the seven. Yeah. And Dang. I, I have, I've been exhausted before. This year I hit this real, I need to figure out how to tap into this and then sell it as a drug. But like <laughs> at some point during my pack out, I just like hit a different level and almost jogged up the mountain, turned around, went and got somebody else's pack from them, brought that mm -hmm. up. And one of the guys that was hunting with us, he's got a terminal illness and he gets up there and he goes, Hey, I'm not trying to be mean by saying this, but did you steal some of my Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear I didn't. I don't know what happened, but I'm I'm good. But I mean, I've had those side by side rides back where I'm like leaning on my buddy's shoulder because I'm so beat yeah. after packing. Well, here's what I've learned since we reached our physical limit: it's just about anywhere you go out west, if you just do a little bit of research, there's people with horses that yep. you can give three or $400 bills to, and they'll come in to get your elk. And seriously, about everywhere I know out west, somebody there is doing that to make money and come and get it. That's smart. Yep. So, yep, at some point you just got to realize, I mean, it's, I get it. It's, it's yeah. cool to do your own thing, but at some point it's like, hey, bring those ponies over here. And get After it the done, fourth so. one or even the we, third? Yeah. We talked yeah. about that this year, um, looking into staging like a wall tent in the backcountry because yep. i mean we we go out with this convoy we've all got fifth wheels and travel trailers rooftop tents we put up three different i think this year we had five wall tents up but i'm like what if we put those up in the backcountry mm -hmm. like have some pack mules come in or horses drop yeah. them off yep. and then we can just carry the canvas out and we'll leave the poles yep. out there yep. Yep. so i'd have to look at the legality of leaving that on public land but i mean no. There, that's a service for you, and can you imagine that? Mm -hmm. If you want to get into elk hunting, first get mules, and then find out where all these big bulls are being yep. killed by going and packing them out for <laughs> people. Now yeah. you got the best intel. Well, it reminds me of one of our buddies that works at Shields out in Colorado, actually. He's got llamas. Oh, yeah. For pack llamas for hunting. And he takes them, and now both the store managers out there are trying to get hit llamas from him because they're big elk hunters. And so it's a, yeah. Well, I remember what got thinking about it when you were talking is, Somebody told me, you know, before you go elk hunting and hear bugling bulls, they say, you do turkey hunting. I said, well, yeah, of course I turkey hunt. He said, well, you know what, how excited you get when there's a gobbler coming and just gobbling his head off? And Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's fun. He said, well, times that times 100, and it's a 800-pound animal, and he's screaming in your face. And <laughs> last year I had my dream bull at 30 yards the last night of a two-week hunt. And at 40 yards, he was behind some willows, and at 40 yards he let out the most screaming bugle you've ever heard in your life and just roared and it's the best thing ever you, you know? there's and he comes walking out at 30 yards and here's a 350 inch six by six oh you know so God. i feel like just, running through a brick wall right now there's no <laughs> i know there's no replacement <laughs> you, you, you feel it, like so. you could actually do the hunt right now <laughs> yeah. you? i get in 20 minutes into my first workout i'd be done no I'm <laughs> yeah yeah there's no replacing that no uh, screaming bulls there's a reason i mean i talked to a lot of people about their their dream hunt and there's so many if you haven't experienced a screaming bull yeah there's nothing else like it. I I was a little bit disappointed moose hunting. Uh, yeah. My buddy drew a tag in Colorado, and I'm thinking I, I knew nothing about moose hunting. Yeah. And we get out there, and I'm thinking, all right, elk, they bugle, they just scream. You can hear it from a mile away. It makes your blood boil. And then the moose is like, oh, yeah, that's it. I'm like, 
Come on, man. Really? <laughs> really? That's what you got for me? Yeah. yeah. But That's uh, what I was thinking, too. Yeah, like mule deer and whitetails are fun, but, you know, they grunt and stuff, but it's not anything like a screaming bull, that's for sure, you know. And I walked right into a big showers bull in Colorado last year, actually. Oh, dang. Two, like 20 yards, like too close. I was <laughs> trying to get ahead of a, a bugling elk, and I went down through a dry wash, and I looked up, and he was just jet black, probably a 40-some-inch bull. Oh. And I stopped, and he's, like, under 20 yards, and they're big. Yeah. I mean, big. And I stopped, and I'm like, <laughs> and he's just looking at me, and, I'm, and it's a rut. <laughs> and I've heard stories that they're not kind, you know. No. Nope. So I stop and I'm trying to think where my phone is because I want to take a video. And he just looks at me and does that grunt and walks into the willows. I'm like, whew. You know, that was <laughs> a little too that. close. Yeah. There's so. a lot of things I'd rather run into in the woods than a, yep. a rutting bull moose. Yep. I mean, yep. I've heard stories of those things, <laughs> charging vehicles, trains, just taking people out. Yeah, I'm out on that one. Yeah. 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 So. so, I mean, you guys have an awesome tent set up here. From what I hear, you guys are like the people that help put this event on. I mean, everybody I talk to, Mike and Larry, they just, they love you guys here. Good. How long have you guys been a part of it? You know, to be honest with you, I have come just about every year, but maybe one. I've come every year before Shields was even part of it. Um, and then him and I came up one year um, as a store sponsor. Yep. And it was kind of, to be honest with you, I got to give credit where credit's due. It was his idea that we should sponsor this. We should we should back this. Yeah. It's just such a great atmosphere. Larry's and the team here, you know, Mike, everybody, they're just great people. And it's, I don't know, I feel like we're not only, you know, we're selling a couple shirts here and there, but it's more about just supporting the industry, supporting Larry, supporting something like this. Yeah. And That's just a big, being around archers. Big thing for me is supporting Larry. I, I get to hunt Larry's property down in Iowa when I draw a tag and and go down there shed hunting. And last year, Kevin somehow got into the, the shed hunting down in Iowa somehow. I don't thanks, know how that thanks, happened. Thanks, Larry. But so I was up here in the very first bull fest. You know, I knew Larry being on the buying team. Of course, he used to own block targets and yep. rage broadheads. And I've known him from the ATA show for 20-some years. And then, uh, of course, then he had Raven crossbows, and we really supported that. And, and all of a sudden, he's talking about this big bow shoot. And so uh, myself and another buddy in 2017, I believe it was the first year, uh, up we came, boy, and it was fun. Yeah. And then uh, I kind of missed a, a year or two, and, you know, every so often you'd have something going on. But just like Kevin said, when he started at Shields, we got talking about it. And it's like, yeah, that was really fun. Let's do it. And you just need a couple buddies to come up and do it. And, of course, with the we get the slope side cabins, which are gorgeous, and the lodge up above is just Beautiful. Yeah, the lot, the view is that incredible, view. and I mean, you can ride a ski lift up to go shoot bow, and just the event of music here, and of course, you know, Michael Waddell walks by, or Nate Hosey, you know, and I hunted with Nate down in at uh, Larry's in Iowa, actually, oh, was nice. down there, so we spent the week together, so it's cool, you get the, you know, Pat and Nicole, you know, I've known them for 30 years also, and so yeah, it's just cool being around all these people, and like we say, it's not, they're, they're us, yeah. you know, they're yep. not anything, they just, they're here shooting bow, and Maybe have a few cocktails at night with you and just come over and talk hunting stories, you know. So how can it get any better than this? I mean, it's, it's really, everybody's like-minded here and yeah. there's no bickering. No, I've never seen a fight Everyone's here. Everyone's smiling. You know, yeah. Everybody's smiling, having a good time, you know. So Yeah. You know. That's what I love about the outdoor industry and just, you know, people who share interests with you. It, they are all the same people. I, I feel like we are absolutely nobodies in the industry, right? I talk about hunting. I make funny marriage content about hunting. 
and people are like, oh my gosh, I was so nervous to talk to you. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I fed a couple pigs this morning, collected some chicken eggs. Like I still have to mow the lawn. Like we're all we're all just people that do this. Maybe that some have a bigger platform than others, but yep. at the end of the day, you get together and you're just all a bunch of good old boys chasing after the same thing. So yep, exactly. Yeah, th yeah. That, that's that was part of why it was so easy to back this, right? Even when it was at a store level, and then you know we kind of took it up a notch and said, "What do you need from us?" You know, talking to Larry, and it's just, it was, it's, it's just so easy to get here, right? So when, and that was kind of my joke earlier is, you know, getting here, it's like, oh man, I got a six-hour drive, fifteen-hour drive, twenty-hour, whatever yeah. it is for people that come from all over, and then it's like, ah, oh, do I really want to go? And then you get here, and you're here for five minutes, and it's like. Oh hell yeah! This yeah. is awesome. Like that was us. That was us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, we had never heard of it. Again, it started after we, after we, um, or after I moved down to Missouri, and then I found out about it this year, and we came up, and as soon as we pulled in, we went up to the Trophy Lodge. We were looking at different things, talking to different vendors, and I said, "We're doing this every year." Yeah. Yep. There's no question. Well, that's what we'll we back. even said. Even at at some point, if we don't, for some reason. Um, be a sponsor even if we just have a smaller booth because our booth is huge right yeah massive. even if we just decide to to downsize for some silly reason we're never not coming even just get the boys together and yep. come shoot yeah goal. guys week yeah and we'll you know maybe talk to you someday yeah again. be on the, <laughs> be on the <laughs> show again <laughs> you guys live in missouri now yep springfield missouri oh, in springfield okay yep so unfortunately that's kind of bass pro territory yep. down there i can't find a shields close by but, We're yeah. up here several times a year, though, yep. visiting family, hunting. We come up every Thanksgiving for his white, or is it whitetail still? Yeah. I'm learning this. <laughs> but, yeah, every year. She's we like, come there's out. a thousand different seasons. <laughs> I, I, I thought that one ended. Yeah, but now it's done. Yeah. Now oh it's my squirrels. Gosh. Now it's yep. Now it's deer. Yep. All right, guys. Here is a hot tip for last-minute scouting before the season starts, and that is to break out your optics and get boots on the ground on your hunting property. Find a spot where you're not going to be noticed, where you're not going to disrupt their patterns, but that you can observe them transitioning from feeding to bedding and hopefully put you in a spot to have a close encounter during season. For that, I break out my entire arsenal of Vortex products. I've got my Fury 5000 range-finding binoculars, my Razor HD spotting scope, several different tripods, as well as my window mount for while I'm driving, because if I see a deer out in a field and want to get a better look, I can hook my binos right to that or my spotter right to that. And who knows, maybe it's a property that I look into getting permission on. So if you want to check out these products, you can also save money when you head to eurooptic.com. That is E-U-R-O-O-P-T-I-C.com and enter code nomadic10 at checkout. All right, how many of you guys hate dealing with tangled up rope? Trying to untie it, it's all knotted up, and you actually really need it at the time. Don't raise your hands, because I obviously can't see you. But those days are long gone. Rapid Rope is a quick deploy rope solution that you can pull the length you need and cut it all with one hand. You don't need knives or scissors or a lighter to singe the end, because it's cross-threaded to keep it from fraying. Yeah, they've thought of everything. And this is way stronger than your average 550 cord. In fact, this is 1,100 pound test. It comes in a shatterproof canister that you could fit in the cup holder in your vehicle or your backpack, or I don't know if you still wear cargo pants, any one of the thousand pockets that you have. It comes in a 120 foot canister, a 70 foot canister, and you can get a rope refill. So just in a matter of seconds, you could be deploying and cutting rope with one hand again. 
So if you want to stop dealing with the headache of untying rope and detangling everything anytime you need to tie something down, go check out rapidrope.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. But yeah, we come back every year and yeah, Shields is my first stop, pick up my license. Still buying the, I don't know, is it all, can you go electronic now in Wisconsin? Oh yeah. I just all I just keep getting the paper tags every oh, yeah. year. No. Yeah, it's more go, fun. You can go on. You can go on I right agree. now and or sit in your stand and buy a dough tag sitting in your stand right now. See, I just rather or I'd rather go into the store. It's the atmosphere. Well, I like going into. I just like going in because then yep. it's like I convince myself of all the last minute things that I don't actually need, yep. but I buy anyways. And you get and home. Oh, I already have this call. Well, now I have two. Oh, sweet. Yeah, or you bring the kids in and then it. they want to grab stuff or oh, bought kids. toys for the dog last time oh, i'm yeah, like yeah. get me out of here <laughs> that's what yeah, makes she's clothes into for it. me she likes right? the gear side they want to ride I the like, ferris that's you know? what i was just gonna say that's what's awesome about coming here right like you said earlier you have the music at night so even if you don't like yeah. shooting bow you, everybody likes music yeah yeah come watch a concert even if you don't like the band the next night is different exactly I think tonight's tom petty a tom cover, petty a tom cover petty band, cover yep. band yeah like you got a lake down there for the kids with the big kahuna. I mean, there's something for everybody. Jet ski, pontoon yeah, rentals. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just go ride the lift. Right. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of a great story. The gentleman that just walked through, I waved to in the white yeah. shirt. He came up last year with uh, Brent and Nicole Larson in yeah. mm -hmm. Minnesota. And he just, he's a big business. He owns 10,000 acres of farmland or something like that. A big farm anyway in Minnesota. And he's busier and owns an implement dealer. And he's just, I need to get away. And he's friends with them. And they're like, he doesn't even shoot a ball. I, I what I was told. And he just came up here with him last year and just to hang out, just like hang out and not have the phone ring. And he absolutely fell in love with it. So the funny thing is, if you turn around and look behind you, he's a sponsor this year. For That's awesome. That's that yeah. right there. Yep. Wow. So that, that just remind me when you, when you walk through, I thought that was the coolest story ever. He doesn't even really hunt. He just, he loves this up here. That's yep. cool. So that's kind of what it is. And let me look around when you get beautiful weather like this, there's a bunch of Kevin's buddies over there. It doesn't, uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get, uh, <laughs> It doesn't. I mean, the weather yesterday, like I said, it, it was worth it to put to go through that to to deal with what this, we have right now. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. yeah. It don't get better. It's than all this. part of the adventure, just like your elk hunting or something like that. Yep. You, you you know, if every day was perfect, it wouldn't quite be the same. So yesterday, you you know, it was boiling. It hot, was brutal, obviously. awful. Especially yeah, we're, brutal. we're we're sitting on a blacktop yeah. dry or parking <laughs> lot out here, but but no, yeah, now today's everything's better. I just yep. kept telling myself it's getting me ready for South Dakota mule deer. Yep. They don't care. For real? Yep. <laughs> still go they really them. don't. I don't know. I don't understand how those animals walk around with that coat. I mean, I know they shed heat through their giant ears, but yeah. that's it's a lot hard. of heat to it's shed. It's hard to understand. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'm out. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come hang out, sit down and chat. And thanks for all you do for BowFest, helping put this on. Um, but, yeah, we'll stay in touch. Yeah, Absolutely. no, thanks yeah. for having us. This no, was fun. I, I, I might have to follow you down to the Iowa property. I keep hearing about this Iowa property. It sounds like all the elites get to go hunt down there. Elites. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, we were chatting with Larry down at the bar the other night, and he was telling us about it, and, yeah, but, it sounds yeah, pretty cool. Iowa is a different level. It's I mean, nuts. But, I mean, it, it, we're in Wisconsin, it, too, so, like, here, you can't really. Here's the problem with it. I love shed hunting. I put on, that's where my Kenetrex get their absolute their most use. usage. I'll tell you another quick story about that in a second, but you go to Iowa, and I don't even want to walk in Wisconsin anymore. Wow. It's such, just like hunting, it's just such a different, we got down to Larry's this year, and in three days, we picked up, what, 223 sheds, and we had 13 over 
70 inches and four over 80 inches. Oh, so gosh. Both size and numbers, it was way better because he knows his deer down there, and it was way better than what he thought it was going to be, So, which leads well into this season, obviously. Yeah. So, of course, the problem with Iowa, as we all know, it takes five to six years to get a tag. Yeah. So. You can't just so, go back year after yeah, year. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's – that's the tough part about it, but it's an absolute blast. And I mean, yeah, I get back home and you walk half a day and you pick up a shed off a spike or something, you know? So, mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. I'm the world. I discovered that I am the worst whitetail shed hunter on yeah. the planet. Oh, there's a lot of bad ones. When it comes to elk, <laughs> I can find elk sheds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially during elk season, I just class sheds all day long, it seems like. No kidding. And then I finally went down to New Mexico with a buddy and he finds a I think his best year was two years ago. He found 750 sheds, and he took us out. Dang. First, first shed I found, we matched it up. Like, I think it was probably three hours later. But yeah, I've got all those in my truck. I thought about putting them out here, but I'm like, those could walk off pretty quickly. So, <laughs> so that's funny you say that because my other bucket list is picking up elk sheds. Hey, so. I've got a spot, and this guy, <laughs> he's the coolest dude ever. I mean, he would have us down there in a second, yeah. so maybe we'll connect and I talked to do one, this you know, sitting around a campfire. Some states go. have seasons on it. You know, you got to go after midnight on a certain day, and yep. we talked to a few guys out in our western stores that are avid shed hunters, and like you said, they're seven miles just to get to where the sheds are. You know, it's like yep. you walk that in a whole day. I walk seven miles in Wisconsin, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, that's fun. No, we found we found some pretty cool spots. Bumped a ton of elk. I mean, it just seemed like we couldn't get away from the elk sign. We bumped elk every other every other pass. It seemed like we'd go around a point and there'd be elk, and then we'd go around the next one. There'd be more. But starting to pick up brown sheds, I'm like, there's some kind of weird chemical reaction that our bodies have with that and gold. Like when you pick it up, yeah. it's just like, <gasps> yeah, this, I could go for four more days like yeah. this. Not to mention, it, it, it just me. I think that I learn something new almost every time I go, whether it's about the property or about a certain deer or whatever it might be. Yeah. I just feel like I learned something. That's that's why I love it. Do you think uh, elk will replace whitetail, or do you think well, whitetail will always be number one? Whitetails are so much more accessible. Yeah. You know, but to be truthful, I haven't shot a whitetail buck in my home state of Wisconsin for seven years. Oh wow. I just I want to shoot really big ones, or I don't have to shoot them. And like last year, you know. My buddy and I went elk hunting. I had half an elk in the freezer. And then, yeah, you didn't ironically, the my buddy that we went on his Colorado ranch raises bison. And he said, before you leave, go out in the freezers and take all the bison meat you can home because we're slaughtering again. So I brought coolers wow. full of bison meat. And then I, every day, every year, opening day of Wisconsin archery season, I shoot two does because I got a, a doe problem. Yeah. So I shoot two does. So I have two doe. So I don't need venison anymore. And I just want to shoot a really big buck. So I'm, yeah. my kids give Holding me so much out. crap because I got a son and daughter that hunt too. But my daughter's a nurse at Mayo and she's been busy and she bought a house and hardly hunted last year. And I got these four year old yeah. bucks on camera. I'm like, what do you, he's got to get out there. Cause I'm not going to shoot Cause I'm not, yeah, and you need to. Eventually the neighbors shoot him. But, oh, uh, yeah. um, but uh, it's just, I just want to shoot a really big one. Now, I've been hunting Kansas whenever I could and I have hunted Missouri a lot. And uh, I just, it's got to be a really big buck. I just have no interest shooting. I mean, I've got, I think I've got what? It's a lot. Uh, 24 whitetail heads mounted at my house, and my wife wow. says she doesn't need any more. Apparently, so actually we have them in the store, Eau Claire, in the oh, archery yeah. shop. Those are all mine. See, nice. I love that going mounts. around and seeing. Yeah, you're yeah. the guy that I've always hated walking. Through. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has all of these deer. Who yeah. is this guy? Yeah. 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 So, but That's now funny. we hired a new guy. And two years ago, he had a really big buck on camera, and he's like, "Well, if I shoot it, can I put it up in here?" He's actually over in the booth. 
And uh, I said, yeah, if you shoot him, no, well, he shot him. So then now his buck's in there. And then he, <laughs> he, so it was a big six by six typical. And then last year he shot another 160 inch six by six. Oh so he's starting gosh. to take over now. So I can oh retire my now. Gosh. So. <laughs> so that's a right, dream right now is just to have a deer in shields. Oh, there yeah. you go. It's, Absolutely. Uh, Bring well, it in and say, I know like Jeff. People say, right. why, why do you, why do you want him in? Well, I get to look at him a lot more in there than I would at home. You know, yeah. that's true. A lot more. So, yep. yeah, so it's, yeah, it's like the we, best man cave ever. <laughs> we've got a buddy that does our taxidermy, you know, and he gets them done in a few minutes. He's really, really good. So it helps him out, too, you know. But, yeah, we've all got, you know, Kevin shut up. So we kind of got to be hunting, what do you, what'd you call it? Um, when he shoots a deer, he calls us, and we go yeah. help track, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't hunt together, but so two years ago, yeah. Kevin shot a 160-some-inch 6 by 5 wasn't he? Yeah. And so well, Tanner and I went down and helped him track it. Then Tanner, we went and helped tra Tanner Hunt track his. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I just haven't shot one for you guys to track. But. <laughs> so, so I've got to address something. I noticed you saying six by sixes and six by fives, which is yeah. a very Western thing. Well, he's turning into an elk hunter on me. I man. was going to say, did that start when he's, you started Western I hunting? I think so. Yeah. It just describes him better, I think. So. He's turning yeah. into an elk yeah. hunter on me. <laughs> yeah. So no. That's sweet. I think. I mean. Shields, obviously, you guys have an awesome culture there, inside and outside of the store. I mean, sitting down with you guys now has been so been a good. pleasure. And yeah, if you're serious, we'll get you out on some elk oh, sheds. That's absolutely yeah. That's I'll I'll bring them down later today, and we'll just go sit in the Shields tent and look at them for a little. <laughs> oh, while. you got them with you? Yeah, they're absolutely. in the bed of my truck. Oh, they're in the yeah. back seat of my truck. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. went out there with this guy, and I'm expecting you know we'll find a couple, and so we all placed our bets on how many we'd find. First day was a little bit slow, and then all of a sudden we started picking up sheds, and we go to leave. And, I mean, he sells them, right? I, he's showing me sheds, 400-inch sets, that he's like, oh, I just keep the unique ones. He's like, I'll, I'll go sell them to my dealer. He's got a whole, like, car, or a storage unit full of them, just top to bottom. He'll ship them across the country on a semi-truck. And I'm like, what in the world? And so he's showing me all these sheds. And so I'm thinking, he's making money off of this, right? At the end of the trip, every shed that we picked up, including the ones that he picked up, and he picked up twice as many as us, he's like, yeah, whatever you guys want, just take it. Hmm. I said, so cool. no way, man, no way. And he told us going into it, if, if I find a match set to one of yours, it's, it's automatically yours. But he ended up giving us every single shed. Oh, my And we gosh. walked away, and he's like, I wouldn't have even picked this one up had you guys not been here. I'm like, dude, pick up the chalk ones. I don't care. I'll turn <laughs> oh, yeah. into something. Would, yeah. I can't leave a shed lay. No. No. No, no, no I picked up my share of chalky, nasty things. I, I had a couple this year that were pink. I mean, they were so old, but yeah. they're hanging in my shop. They're in the, they're yep. in the shop somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Well, I really do appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for hopping on. And, Thanks, uh, man. We'll stay connected. Appreciate right. you. Oh, Sounds hey, good. one question. I, f I was about to ask this a couple minutes ago. Dream hunt. Your bucket list hunt. Where, what animal, what weapon? I went first with the triple Bs. You go first. Triple B. <laughs> Boy, I would say like the Chama Ranch or one of the big elk hunting ranches oh, yeah. with the archery equipment, obviously, during the bugling rutting stage. I just don't think I could top that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, of course, working at Shields, we've got some pretty higher echelon clientele that yeah, does those hunts. Yeah. They bring us pictures in to put on our picture board of these gigantic bulls and and tell us stories. So that's what gets us all fired up, obviously. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think a, 
uh, rut, elk hunt with the archery equipment would be tough to beat for me. I would say, I think I'd probably say moose anywhere. I don't care with a bow. Um, but to be honest with you, it, I just want to be, I can't wait. I don't want her to grow up, but I want, I would just want to be hunting with my daughters. Yeah. Awesome. I want to watch them kill something for their first time. Because yeah, I, awesome. I hear him talk about the hunt with Mariah and stuff like that and being with her and turkey hunting. Like, I can't wait for that hunt. Yeah. That's the hunt I'm excited for. And I don't like saying I can't wait for it because I feel like I'm wanting her to hurry up and grow up, right? Yeah. She's yeah. only five. Yeah. yeah. Or any of my daughters, really. Um, I just, yeah, that's, that's my dream hunt. I can't wait for that to come true. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you're not using Tacticam's Reveal Cell cameras on your hunting property for scouting or monitoring the wildlife, you are seriously missing out. When you pair that with the Reveal mobile app, you can see the action as it's happening, no matter where you are. In fact, I've got trail cameras up in Wisconsin on the land that we hunt. And not only do I get pictures from those cameras sent to me, I can also track the progress of the camera, the battery life, how much memory is left on the SD card, and I can see what the weather's doing at the time that a picture is taken. So I can't think of a better tool for scouting, whether it is close to home or in a totally different state. So if you want to stay tuned into the action or just get into the action, go to revealcellcam.com or tactcam.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. And I've done that, and he's absolutely correct. My son, my daughter's a little older than my son. She's 26 and 23 now. But when my son, well, my daughter, she just, you know, she didn't really show interest in hunting, maybe a little bit, but doesn't really care. And then my son, of course, yeah, you're getting a bow, and we got him going. And I sat with him for either four or five years straight. I never picked up my bow. I sat with him and double, you know, I'd put two stands up and coach him through. And one year when he was 11, he shot five deer with his bow. And I filmed it all. You know, I filmed it all just for memories. And I took him to Illinois (laughs) and hunted my buddy's place down there. And the first time he ever sat in Illinois by himself, he was 12, I believe. And there was a ladder stand and I put a decoy out for him. I walked him in and I said, get up in there and get strapped in. And because I wanted to hunt then. So I went down the next draw and, and you his mom wasn't okay with this, by the way. So <laughs> I got there at dark. He's like, I shot one. I shot one. He sat oh by himself gosh. for the first time when he was 12 and wow. shot a nice eight-pointer. And he called home. The first thing he told his mom was what? I put. A, I went up and sat in the stand by myself. Yeah. <laughs> put Dad's your father trouble. on the phone. <laughs> all so, I heard, so. Yeah. so I got right on trouble. that. But the cool thing about that was my boy, you know, just loves hunting. And then all of a sudden, my daughter one day, she's like, well, can I go? I'm like, That's our yeah. daughter, yeah. yeah. And she's actually more my hunting partner now because my boy moved down to uh alaska and and uh my daughter lives right by us again so she loves turkey hunting she loves she was going through nursing school she'd bring her backpack in the turkey blind and she'd do her homework and study for nursing when we were turkey hunting so (laughs) now we're buddies you know she hunts a lot more with me than my son did so yeah, so, but I couldn't sit with her because I made her nervous. So we have lots of practice. <laughs> and then, just like he said, the best thing ever was two years ago, she finally shot her first Pope and Young Buck. Nice. After lots of leg hits and missing and yeah. tears, and I'm done. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> she finally got a nice 10 pointer that we had on the farm. All worth it. So, yeah, so it was, uh, that, yeah, Kevin's right about that. But see, I've already done that, so I can't. Exactly. That's yep. what I mean. I moose hunt. Or watching one of my girls kill something. That's my dream. Yeah. Just do both. Okay. You're easy to convince, man. <laughs> Let's you go. went from I can't elk hunt to I could run through a brick wall while I'm going elk hunting. And now, yeah. Let's I'll go chase moose with yeah. toddlers. There you go. I like it. 
Well, thanks. I'll let you guys get back right. to your booth, and I might run up and get those elk sheds. Let's do it. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks Sweet. for having us. And that is going to wrap it up for today's show. Man, I had a ton of fun sitting down talking with Jeff and Kevin, and I look forward to getting Jeff out west shed hunting. I'm hoping we find, like, a truckload full of brown sheds, a bunch of match sets. That would be amazing. But good luck to you guys. If you're going out dove hunting tomorrow, hopefully you get a limit. Hopefully you shoot well. I know I'm going to be pretty rusty, I would guess. But I can't wait to get out there with the guys. And before you go, don't forget, go check out the new merch at thenomadicoutdoorsman.com forward slash shop. And if you take pictures with it, be sure to tag me on social media. I would love to see it. And until next time, guys, always choose adventure and God bless.